The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. You're listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Are you seeking more energy and ready to have more healings and revealings in your life? Then you've tuned into the right program. For the next hour, listen in as Reverend Temple Hayes, spiritual leader of First Unity at Unity Campus in St. Petersburg, Florida, shares with you tools you can use to transform your life. She will guide you on a journey to create a life that is intentional and dynamic. Now, here's your host, Reverend Temple Hayes. And welcome, everyone. If you've been seeking to be inspired or if you've been on the fence of committing yourself to be a difference maker or if there's an area that you have passion about due to issues in your own personal life or your family, whether it's related to alcoholism, disease, discord, whatever your passion is, oftentimes that's one of the reasons we call this show Intentional Spirit is because in order to be a difference maker, it's about stepping into that intention, even if you don't know where life is taking you. Well, today, um, I am featuring the executive director, the president of the board, uh, Yarrow. Many of you know her as, as uh, Yarrow Goldstein, but it's actually pronunciated uh, Jada Goldstein. She's the founder of the NeuroScaffold Foundation. And prior to this, she had dedicated her professional career to working with teens in grades 7 to 12 who struggled both personally and academically. She is a mover and a shaker, and she is very committed to what she believes in and helping people with spinal cord injuries. Welcome to our show today. I'm so glad you're here. Well, thank you so much for having me. I'm very happy to be here. So tell us about 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 your journey. First of all, you seem to be with your your background uh, a story of an individual that you see a need uh, and you you go towards uh, offering some kind of solution to that need. That is pretty accurate um, about my personality. Um, I've definitely always been that way. Um, I see a need, I see something that needs changed or fixed, and it's my natural reaction to try to change or fix or help. Um, Jada, was that something that was ingrained in you? Did you have models when you were, were, were growing up? And I, I want to elaborate on this a little bit because I, I really believe that kind of um, uh, statement that says many hands will make light work. I think that t- typically is like a church song um, statement. But many hands make light work. 
and often people will see something that they may even have the answer to or they want to change, but they go, well, maybe somebody else is doing it or, or they look at it and go, maybe it's too big for me. And so we have a lot of doing nothingness. Okay, so I wanted to elaborate on this a little bit because instinctively I just feel that you might have um, some of the words you will be using might help somebody out there that's ready to go that that next step. So how were you influenced or how was the modeling around you? Well, you know, I think I've been this way since I was a young child. Um, I think it's just a part of who I am. Um, certainly, I have had um, wonderful role models in my life. Um, I've been, I'm very fortunate to be able to say that. Um, I grew up uh, in a very uh, diverse community um, and was always uh, involved with people young, old, of different backgrounds, of different socioeconomic backgrounds. And I I think that just really helped to shape um, my character in a way. Um, My desire for assisting others and helping make the world a better place, even just one person at a time, is something that I think is innate within me. I think I was I was born that way. Um, I remember always being very sensitive as a child, as a young child, to others and their needs. So I think it's a real combination of uh, mm-hmm. nature and nurture. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so um, when you, did you know someone personally that had a, a spinal cord injury? You know, actually, I did not. I did not until uh, patient number one, Jordan Fallis, and uh, then patient number two. And I can start from the beginning of that story if you'd like. Absolutely. Absolutely. So there's a company called Invivo Therapeutics, and they're doing clinical trials to treat spinal cord injury. And what they do is they, ha- they have a device called a neurospinal scaffold. Um, I had watched this company for about five years, uh, having known the former CEO, Frank Reynolds. Um, I had heard much about it. So I'd followed the company before they did human trials. And when human trials started at the end of last year, I followed along on social media, like many other people uh, who would followed the company, and I watched their patient number one, Jordan Fallis. Um, I watched his his updates, his progress. You kind of get a little glimpse into their life and, and who they are. Um, and then three months later, patient number two, Jesse Straham, was um, in an accident and was paralyzed, and she was treated with the neurospinal scaffold. And I, again, followed her on social media and just found myself really fascinated um, in the human side of it. And what I found myself wondering what they must be going through, what they must be, you know, thinking about. How are they living their lives? How have their lives changed? What are their daily living skills like now? What are the challenges? How do you adapt to something so drastic? Mm-hmm. Um, so I reached out to her on, on social media, and I sent her a Facebook message. And I just said very simply, I'm thinking about you. Something as simple as that. And she responded to me. And we began, we began Facebook messaging. We began chatting, and a friendship developed. Um, and I learned a little bit 
more about what it was like to live with a spinal cord injury. And I was so moved by their optimism, their determination. Um, it's not all, it's not always like that. I learned about the hard days, the dark days, the struggles. I learned about everything. Um, these, these two young people are, are incredibly inspirational. Um, but there's another side to it too, the, da the daily struggles. And I was really moved by that. Well, so, go ahead. yeah, and how, so you were, you were moved by it and then you wanted more people to be aware of the neural well, scaffold? Um, well, no, process. not exactly. Not, not exactly. Um, so as I became um, aware of their needs, I, I, I realized that funding would be a huge issue. It cost a lot of money to be paralyzed. Um, you need specific medical equipment, adaptive equipment, physical therapy costs beyond what health insurance will cover and will allow. So I said to Jesse, I said, you know, I, I, I have a network of investors and everyone's really following you and, and, and people want to give back to you. They want to help. They're, they're, they're inspired by you. You're inspiring people. Do you mind if I do some fundraising for you? And she said, sure, why not? That would be great. So I set up a GoFundMe account um, called Inviv Investors Give Back, and it raised a lot of money very, very quickly. Um, I did all the writings for it. I did the updates, and I, and I was really enjoying it. It was something um, something new that I had done, and you know, here I am raising money for this young girl who really needed it, and I was being really successful with it. Um, so then I says, I asked Jordan, Jordan, you know, would you like me to set up a GoFundMe for you too? Jesse's is going so well. So I did that. And between um, the two GoFundMes, I raised, um, I don't know what the exact totals are, uh, a lot, 28, maybe twenty twenty eight thousand dollars somewhere mm -hmm. around there. Mm-hmm. So... Um, Then uh, what happened was that was going really well. I was doing all the writings. I was being creative. I was networking with people. I was um, really loving what I was doing. I was talking with different people. The investors were absolutely wonderful. I had so many people reach out to me and um, ask me how they could help, what they could do to contribute. Um, it, was really, it was really a group, a group effort. Um, it was amazing. It was amazing. So many people coming together for these two young people. And then one of the investors who I'd spoken to several times, um, who's extremely, extremely supportive, um, we'll call him Steve. That's his name. He was, we were speaking on the phone and he said to me, I hear you light up when you talk about what you're doing. I can see you smile over the phone. You have such a passion for what you're doing. Have you ever thought about taking it to the next level? So I kind of looked up. He's like, you know, he, and then he said something about, why don't you start a foundation, a nonprofit? And I kind of looked up and I'm like, hmm, a light bulb went off in my head. I'm like, you know what? That sounds like a really good idea, like something I really enjoy. Um, I was loving what I was doing, so why not take it to the next level? 
um, coincidentally, at the same time, um, it was time for me to go back to work. I hadn't worked in about five years. Um, I have two children, and I chose to be home with them, to raise them. Um, but this was my time frame for going back to work. So I was actually offered a position as a school social worker, which was a position I had very much wanted. So kind of like when it rains, it pours. <laughs> Uh-huh. So yes. now, so now I'm like, okay, foundation. This sounds like exactly exactly what I want to do. I get to use more of my personality. I get to create. I get to build. I get to help people. Um, I get to network. I get to be more dynamic. And you know, then I had this school social work job, which would give me an income, stability, um, a school schedule, um, and it was really. Honestly, it really wasn't a choice. I knew exactly what I was supposed to be doing, and um, I turned down the position, and I followed the path of uh, starting a foundation. I had no idea what that meant. I had never done anything like this before. I went online. I started Googling 501c3s, foundations, what you need to do, and I never looked back. I love that. So you focused on... um the what part instead of getting locked in into the how. I think that that is probably one of the things that keep people from ever agreeing to surrender or move forward or say the big capital Y-E-S is that they get into the how part instead of the what part that they're, they're so passionate about, right? And you did not get bogged down with that. It's like your spirit kept saying, yes, this feels like, you know, what I'm to do. And, um, and, and you just witnessed such a love story, right? Between the first two, um, patients. Oh, that was, yes. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was a big part of it. That was, that was a big part of, um, Jesse and I bonding. Uh, you know, we didn't talk a lot about her. I, I never asked her about her recovery, her progress. It was pretty much a lot of girl talk. About Jordan, <laughs> um, it, it's a it's a large part of how our friendship developed. Um, you know, a lot of people were you know it's it's just funny. So yeah, there was a lot of girl talk, and and it was amazing watching these two fall in love and come together. Um, they had never met um, before, and I ended up myself with a group of wonderful people collaborating to get these two to meet together in Boston around the time of the Boston Marathon. And, and that's another really amazing story. Uh, it's just it's been an amazing journey. There's so many things I can tell you, um, and it's just so many wonderful people coming together to make really good things happen. And it just continues. Every day there's something else. Someone else amazing a meeting, something else amazing happening, another part of the story being added, and it's just building and growing. And we're just at the beginning. We're just getting started. And it, it's, you know, I'm, I have a lot of trust in my instincts. I trust my gut feelings. And I'm, I'm taking every opportunity that I have, and I'm just keep pushing forward every day a little bit at a time. Uh, such a beautiful story. And the fact of, of Jesse and Jordan winding up together just makes it a, a Hollywood film. <laughs> it, it, it really, it really is. And they are so cute. They are so cute together. And, you know, the first time they met was in Boston. It was the first time I met them in person. Of course, I'd, I'd spoken with both of them on the phone, you know, almost every day between texting 
talking, social media, you know, we were really, um, we really connected. And then meeting in Boston, all of us, was just was great. And watching the two of them together, it's like they'd known each other their entire lives. Actually, we all really connect. We all we all really connected. Well, it was it was a wonderful wonderful weekend uh, with them, full of a lot of uh, exciting stuff. And that was the weekend we announced the foundation. And Jordan um, Jordan sits on the board of directors, and he was really really happy to be involved with that. And you know, it's very important to him to contribute to future spinal cord injury injury patients. And he's actually he's given back a lot. We do a lot of we do a lot that people aren't aware of. We work with a lot of, uh, we've worked with a lot of different patients and, and helped in a lot of different ways that we haven't publicized, but we're doing a lot. We're getting a lot done. I, I just hear such a level of, of family. You know, I, I hear such a level of like, um, I don't know, just tribal validation. It's just um, re- really beautiful. When when we come back after this break, I would I want to talk a little bit about the difference between being a caretaker and a caregiver because I feel you exemplify and you model the caregiving element, um, you know, so well. I'd like to just have a little bit of conversation with you about that. If you're just coming on board, we're talking um, with Jada Goldstein, um, and you can go to her website, neuroscaffoldfoundation.org. Say that again. Yeah, you got it, neuroscaffoldfoundation.org. Yep, and uh, also through unity.fm, you can access the information from there as well to get to the website. But I want you to be well aware of what Jada is doing and the passion she's bringing um, because spinal injury has been something in our society we've long since awaited for, you know, some great answers to, to occur. Thank you, all of you, for your ongoing contributions to Unity Online Radio. Because of you, we're able to be a voice to a world that is awakening more and more all the time and the ability to learn about uh, great people being difference makers out in the world such as Jada. We'll be right back after this short break. Unity Online Radio brings you inspiring programs on a variety of spiritual topics. Giving to the network is now easier than ever. Simply text Unity Radio to 72727 from your smartphone. You can make a one-time or recurring donation. Your gifts help us offer enriching spiritual programs that reach listeners around the world. Text Unity Radio to 72727. Thank you for your support. There is an Irish proverb that says, Your feet will bring you to where your heart is. I'm Ted Collins, Dean of Unity Institute and Seminary, and I hope you'll join Unity Friends next spring as our hearts lead us to Ireland itself. We'll see the sights, enjoy the people, and learn about the many spiritual connections between Celtic and Unity traditions. I invite you to join me and other Unity friends on this wonderful journey to Ireland, March 31st through April 9th. Go online today and take advantage of our early booking bonus by visiting unityinstitute.org travel. 
Does the idea of being a vegetarian or a vegan intrigue you? Is it something you've pondered? Listen each week as Victoria Moran, author of Main Street Vegan, shows you how to make the shift to a sustainable lifestyle for both you and the planet. Each week you'll learn about the latest on the vegan life. It's not just for celebrities and moguls, but for people just like you who want to look and feel amazing, eat extraordinary food, help animals, and create a physical body perfectly attuned to spiritual growth. Guests will range from unity ministers to vegan authors, activists, physicians, chefs, and even some of those glittery celebs. There'll be recipes, ideas, tips for going vegan at your own pace, and ways to make a difference for animals and the planet at every meal. Tune in Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Central Time for Main Street Vegan, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Thank you for listening to The Intentional Spirit, Seeing and Being, with Reverend Temple Hayes. If you have a question or comment about today's discussion, you can email us at theintentionalspirit at unityonlineradio.org. Now, here is your host, Reverend Temple Hayes. And welcome back, everyone. I'm talking to Jada Goldstein. She is the founder of NeuroScaffold Foundation. Um, and she is a woman of passion and immensely committed of, to be a difference maker in the world and to help so many people in our society that have had accidents and injuries um, and find themselves, you know, paralyzed in one way or another, debilitated, uh, limited. And uh, one of the things I said right before break uh, that impresses me about the work uh, that you've been doing, Jada, is that... You know, I know when my uh, partner had uh, cancer, uh, she would say that she was constantly needing to teach people how to hold her, you know, because uh, there were people that were caretakers that they thought they were trying to give care and they were trying to be genuine, but they were taking on the issue and feeling sorry for her and, you know, oh, poor you, and and holding her in a place that was less than hmm, proactive about what could be possible, you know, but kind of holding a vibration of, I'm so sorry for you. And, you know, there's the level of that, that, yeah, we need to be compassionate. There's no doubt about it. But having said that, there's the caretaker energy, and that's uh, one of the things that impressed the executive producer for the show, and certainly me, is that you're a caregiver. So, yes, you recognize an issue. Yes, you were deeply moved in your heart space. You felt compassion uh, towards Jesse and Jordan and the people that you were coming to know, but you were looking at the way to give through possibility thinking. That's what I love is that you you didn't go, I wish you well. You know, I can't imagine the kind of life you're going to be having, you know, and have a, have a nice life. You went, wow, let me give care to this. And, and, and therefore, you opened up doors, thoughts, people, ideas, GoFundMe, you know, whatever it was mm-hmm. um, to make a difference. I think that's a, that's a big point. Um, because if there were, as there continue to be more you people, 
<laughs> I told you I was bilingual. You truly are. I like English and stuff. I love it. Yeah. You know, is there continue to be more people like yourself, like myself, that we find a need, our need finds us? Okay, that's very questionable. Did we find it or it found us? But we don't just sit in it and go, wow, isn't that sad? We're like, okay, how do we move from, let's, you know, uh, passion yeah, to participation? Mm-hmm. I think yeah, that's... Taking action. Taking action, putting feet to it, putting uh, putting a website to it, putting a board of directors to it, putting, uh, moving forward with it. So th- thank you for, thank you for doing that. Oh, it's, it's, it's my pleasure. It's my pleasure. It, 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 it gives me a lot of satisfaction. You know, I get a lot of satisfaction from what I'm doing. I get a lot of satisfaction from making somebody else's life a little bit better. Even if it's just a little bit, if I can contribute to make someone else's life is life someone else's life better, it it makes me feel good, you know. Um, and what you're saying before about being a caretaker or a caregiver, I hear exactly what you're saying. And you know, Jordan and Jesse are not the only patients I've worked with. Um, I have worked with uh, additional patients. Other patients in clinical trials, some patients who are not in clinical trials, and you see a real difference um, across the board in um, perceptions and attitudes toward their injury and how life can be, and and you, you kind of hit the nail right on the head, is that, you know, is it the glass half empty or is that half full? I've always been a the glass is half full type of person. And yes, this is your new reality. Yes, you have a spinal cord injury. Yes, you're paralyzed from the waist down. But let's, let's give you the best possible quality of life you can have. Let's get you the physical therapy. Let's get you the medical and adaptive equipment. And let's see how far we can go in your recovery. And, you know, that's across the board, not, like I said, we're working with patients in clinical trials, not just in Vivo Therapeutics. Um, we're working with three different companies in three different clinical trials, and we plan to expand on that as well. Um, and in addition to that, we have patients that are not in clinical trials. It's very hard for me to turn somebody away who needs help. And although we don't have the funding right now to financially assist everybody, we do have um, the capacity for providing support services. And I have um, made myself available to the patients I work with. They have my cell phone. They call me day and night. And when they need me or they're having issues or they need to talk or whatever it is, um, I'm there for them. And, And going back to what you said, it's... It's not, oh, I feel so bad for you, you're paralyzed, you know, like, let's do something. Let's see what we can do. Let's make something happen. Let's make a change. Let's, because you can still have a great quality of life with a spinal cord injury. It's, it's not always fun. There's a lot of struggles, and it's really hard, and, I, and I've seen those firsthand. I've seen the emotional roller coaster um, that, that these spinal cord injury patients are on. I've, I've seen it firsthand. I've felt it. I've lived it. It's not easy. It is not easy. But you can still have a great quality of life. And what I have found is that sometimes you just need to hear somebody say that 
Sometimes somebody just needs to tell you, hey, you know what? You're paralyzed, but you can still drive a car. You can get hand controls. You can still participate in sports. It's on a different level. There's all type of um, sporting teams uh, for people that are in wheelchairs. There's so many opportunities and so many different things you can do to still get pleasure from life and to still meet your needs. And sometimes it just takes somebody telling you. And I've experienced that with with patients I've worked with where they're just like, wow, I had no idea. I, I didn't know. And I'm just, you know, I, sh- I kind of shake my head and I'm like, wow, how did you not know? But I'm glad you know now. And, you know, let's keep, let's keep talking to people. Let's keep reaching people. Um, and, and it's, just, it's as simple as that. It's, it's opening yourself up to people and just, just talking, starting conversations and letting people know. I mean, Jordan and Jesse, and we have a new patient who is, updated on the website, Brandon Lyons. I hope I'm pronouncing his name right. Brandon. Wonderful, wonderful guy. Um, If you haven't already checked out his page, check him out. These three people are so inspirational. And I know, I see the contrast because I've worked with other patients. They're so motivated. They're so positive. They're so involved. They're so active. They're independent. They're traveling. They're doing things. That's the the positive side. There's a whole other side of spinal cord injury patients that are staying at home, that are not socializing, that are not living to their maximum potential. They're, they're, they're just not really functioning. They're at home. They feel like, well, I'm paralyzed. I have no movement. I, they're depressed. Um, they're not comfortable leaving the house. There's, there's multiple, multiple issues. And um, you know, that's a part of what I want to do. I want to I reach these people um, and say, listen, life can be better. These are the steps that you can take to improve upon yourself and find some happiness. Now, I, I understand through um, some homework that, like Jesse, um, her father or her, her parents, um, elected to go the route of the new innovative process um, when they were doing the surgery on her. But for for purpose of, of people, just giving them a sense of touch, touch and feel, um, what were, uh, what was their conditions, Jordan and Jesse, or it could have been either way, uh, prior to and now, where are they in their in their lives now? And all of you, please go to neuroscaffoldfoundation.org uh, because you can look under press and you can see the couple being interviewed on the Today Show, uh, Boston Business Journal, uh, Today. I mean, they have had several features and it, it's a beautiful thing. But for our audio purpose, uh, Jada, um, who were they and who are they now? Well, uh, <laughs> it's interesting because they, they both have similar um, passions. Uh, mm-hmm. Jessie uh, is an ATV. She, I think she was like a semi-pro women's ATV rider and actually still is. She's still participating um, in her sport using hand controls on a UTV. And she um, had the intentions of going to orthodontic school and Jordan uh, did a lot of tricks on a dirt bike. I'm not 
too familiar with their worlds in terms of the motocross stuff. It's not Either. something I'm totally familiar with, but that's how Either. Jordan was injured flipping his dirt bike. Um, and he was also a machinist. He likes to work with his hands. Um, and, you know, honestly, I don't – this injury has really not derailed them from following their passions and following their life path. Jessie is back in school. She continues to race. I believe she has races coming up in the fall, and um, we can, you know, let the public know if there's interest for that. Um, Jordan plans to go back to school and wants to get back to being a machinist. But right now, at this point, during this first year post-injury with this new technology, um, that they received, their goals and their priorities are physical therapy and recovery. And that is why it's been so amazing that so many people have come together to contribute to these two financially, to really allow them to focus on their recovery, on their physical therapy, on getting better, because it is a daily, daily challenge. It is something that they work on every single day and they're both so committed. So I think they're on similar paths. Um, they are both very passionate about giving back because so much has been given to them by the foundation, by the investors, and they both want to pay it forward. They want to work with other spinal cord injury patients. And there are plenty of times that I get phone calls from someone really struggling, and I'll pair them up. I'll say, hey, Jordan, Here's a young man. I think it would be great if you spoke to him. He's struggling. Maybe you can offer some um, encouragement. And, and the same thing with Jesse. You know, I, I kind of try to match people up appropriately. And, and they've both been, I'd say that's what's added to their lives, is that they really want to give back um, to the community because they've, they've been given so much and have had the opportunity to receive the medical equipment that they needed and receive the physical therapy beyond what health insurance will cover. Because let's be honest, their health insurance does not cover a lot. Oh, you know, they have spinal cord injuries. They, they, need ongoing, they need ongoing physical therapy, not just, you know, for six months. It's, it's ongoing. And, and that's where, you know, we want to make a real difference. You know, we want to fill that gap between what health insurance will allow and what we feel the patients would benefit from, and what makes them feel good. Absolutely. Oh, that's, where, where do you feel they have the potential of going um, as far as um, keeping the end in mind? Okay, they've gone through this process. They've worked very hard. They've been very committed. How far can they go? Their goals are to walk again. Their goals are to walk again, and I have all the confidence in the world, and this is my personal, my personal opinion, it comes from nothing else, is that they will. They are so driven and so ambitious and so motivated and making such great progress that they will walk again. And that is something amazing, and that is something that will give hope to all spinal cord injury patients. Because let me tell you something, there are a lot of great clinical trials happening right now. Being paralyzed is not fun, but being paralyzed in 2015 gives you a lot more hope than being paralyzed 20 years ago. There's a lot of promising trials, and 
Hope is something really, really important to have. You have to have hope. And there is hope. It's really, it's beautiful because it, you know, that's why I was, you know, seeking you to elaborate upon it because, you know, it once we break a paradigm of something, then the potential is so much more, you know, um, yeah. that they're, that there's results that that there is evidence that people can walk again and obviously you you feel that they will don't you from the that's, way it's going for them more than likely they is, probably will walk again that is what i feel. again it's my personal opinion it's not based on any medical facts no. or education this is my right. gut feeling without question absolutely yeah, but Einstein had a gut feeling about a lot of things, so we're glad he did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if, Sometimes if it, you have if to really trust people me. like that and people like you, yes. um, we oh, would uh-huh. not uh, break paradigms like we're, the one we're breaking now with aging, you know, where we see Betty White, you know, still being on TV, still getting parts, still helping kids in the world, still out there in her 90s. Well, you know, people don't just uh, wither away and, you know, start to die after 80. They see more Absolutely and more people not. modeling, you know. So is that does that even compare? Absolutely not. But com- we're talking about shifting a paradigm because people would have spinal cord injuries before and it would be, uh-oh, well... I'm sorry to hear that, but now we have a new potential dream um, to step into. Well, what a wonderful conversation we're having today on the show, The Intentional Spirit, as we're talking to somebody with impact, with a lot of passion and certainly intentional Jada Goldstein, and she is really um, making the difference. Her foundation, neuroscaffoldfoundation.org. Please go to her website. As you continue to enjoy these types of conversation of people that are doing leading-edge things out in the world, people that are intentional, if you have a story to share, please contact me at temple at templehaze.com. If you love these kind of conversations, please join us at unitycampus.org, where I'm located in the heart of St. Petersburg, Florida. We'll be right back after this short message. Thank you for being with us. Culture is defined by the Oxford Dictionary as modern popular culture transmitted via mass media and aimed particularly at younger people. But can it be meaningful, spiritual even? The hosts of Pop Conscious think it can be and that it can be fun to explore too. Malena Don and Stacy Macris Ross will be your amateur cultural anthropologists examining pop culture and spirituality every Monday at 2 p.m. Central on Pop Conscious on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Does the idea of being a vegetarian or a vegan intrigue you? Is it something you've pondered? 
Listen each week as Victoria Moran, author of Main Street Vegan, shows you how to make the shift to a sustainable lifestyle for both you and the planet. Each week you'll learn about the latest on the vegan life. It's not just for celebrities and moguls, but for people just like you who want to look and feel amazing, eat extraordinary food, help animals, and create a physical body perfectly attuned to spiritual growth. Guests will range from unity ministers to vegan authors, activists, physicians, chefs, and even some of those glittery celebs. There'll be recipes, ideas, tips for going vegan at your own pace, and ways to make a difference for animals and the planet at every meal. Tune in Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Central Time for Main Street Vegan, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. We now return to The Intentional Spirit, Seeing and Being, with your host, Reverend Temple Hayes. Welcome back, everyone. And we are uh, receiving a lot of information. Also, we're receiving a different way of holding um, spinal cord injury patients. Is that there's new, leading edge, innovative processes, procedures um, that actually give hope and possibility of people being able to walk again. Uh, what a great thing that is of just. Uh, to be part of that and I'm talking today with Jada Goldstein and she's been walking us through that so we know that many people are touched through listening to this show not only today but they can listen to it as an mp3 file at another time what is it that people can do right now uh, to best support your foundation what are all those ways and what does that look like well, we have, you know, one of the biggest things we need to do is fundraise. Um, there are a lot of people that reach out to me daily. I get phone calls. I get emails. People looking for different types of assistance, um, assistance with metal, medical equipment. Um, so we are having our first um, very big event. Um, it's going to be October 24th. It's a Saturday night, and it's going to be at the Marriott Marquis in Times Square. And Scott Helmer, who I believe you know, um, is going to be performing uh, at our event. Um, and it's it's very exciting. We're we're in the planning phases. Uh, we're going to have an awesome auction. We've got some great auction items. Um, we're really excited about it. It's going to be a very very fun night. Um, and I hope to have uh, as many guests as possible. Um, and if you're interested in registering uh, for that event, you can go to the website and go under events. Although should probably be updated by tomorrow. Um, we're just finishing getting everything organized. And um, you can, you'll find a link to um, how to register under the events page of my website. Uh, that's wonderful. Scott Helmer is just another amazing human being yeah. uh, that does yeah. so many uh, great things and um, helps. How did the door open with him? One of your many miracle doors, no doubt. You know, there has been, I cannot, if I told you the list of doors that has opened for me, and 
It, you would not, I mean, <laughs> I used to say that it was weird that all these things just keep coming together and working out and, and everything's kind of leading me in the same direction. And then my, one of my newest board members, Glenn Reeser, said, it's not weird, it's synchronicity. And I, and that's my favorite word right now, synchronicity. Everything is coming together. So Scott um, actually found out about my organization and reached out to me. And he has been absolutely wonderful and has, has really been able to just give me so much insight and information um, on, on how to pull off these events and networking me with people. And he's just amazing. And you know what else is amazing? I finally listened to his CD. His music is incredible. His originals are amazing, and we actually, um, I have some CDs that we will be selling on the website. Um, so that was, that. you know, not only is he a wonderful person, but he makes great, great music. I'm excited to have him in St. Petersburg. We just, due to me, not due to him, just haven't been able to solidify anything, but I'm just very confident it's going to be a major uh, success in New York. And tell us again the location and the time. Well, it's going to be October 24th. It's a Saturday night. The event is from 6 to 11. Uh, Scott, it's at the Marriott Marquis in Times Square. You must register uh, before the event. Information should be up for that event on my website. I'm hoping by tomorrow the latest. Um, you can also email me. My email uh, contact information is on the website. We also have availability for corporate sponsors. Um, if there are any that are interested, um, we're selling tables. We're selling tickets. It's gonna, I, I have a bunch of surprises. Um, we've got some great speakers. It's, it's going to be a very fun event, and it's for a great Great, great cause. How about the uh, Christopher Reeve Foundation? Have you been able to access them at all uh, with you know, the work I that actually they do? Spoke- I spoke with, um, I plan on inviting them to my event, um, and I do hope they come. They do have um, a chapter in New York, so I will be reaching out to them. I have actually spoken to Team Reeve. Um, team Reeve, uh, they run, the, they put together a running team for the New York City Marathon. They were absolutely wonderful. Um, I I'm interested in forming a New York City uh, team and becoming an official sponsor, an official charity of the New York City Marathon. We're aiming to do that in 2016. And they were just wonderful. They offered any type of assistance we need um, in terms of learning about the process and, and how do you build a team and what, what do I need to know. And, you know, they were just, you know, anything I need, I can reach out to them and they're happy to share their wisdom with me. Um, I should also mention we're, we have um, applied to become an official charity of the Boston Marathon, and we should hear back from that in about two weeks. So those are two really big, exciting things that are happening. Um, I already have so many runners that want to run for us. Um, so, you know, two weeks I should know about Boston, and then we'll be applying for New York City as soon as uh, that becomes available. And I guess I should say Brandon, um, who uh, is a uh, neural stem patient, uh, he received a stem cell transplant, is going to be racing for us, and he'll be uh, using a racing chair. 
and he's he's uh, wow. going to That's if we if so we become cool. an official charity. Yeah, he'll be. Yeah, he's oh, wonderful. He's that already is so cool. <laughs> It is very cool. He five months post paralysis. He did the Marine Corps marathon on a hand cycle, and then the Pittsburgh marathon. How amazing is that? Five months after being paralyzed. No, I mean that's just it. It's so uh, amazing, and you know, part of the, our our unity online radio. I mean, you know, we're talking about miracles all the time, and um, I, I just I just love that we can continue as a as a community you know, to hold all of these possibilities happening for you because it's just beautiful. It's just a, a, a down and good uh, spiritual activism. What can I say of uh, people going into action um, and how they're spiritually led to to make a difference? That's so wonderful. I'm just so happy you know, for can you. I, can I just awesome. say that I have not done this alone. I have had so many wonderful people come into my life that have really – I mean, this is a collaborative effort. This is not one person doing this. This right. is people joining together and with true honesty and ambition and desire to make change in contributing what they have to contribute. And I'm not talking monetarily, but everyone has different skills. And I have just been so fortunate to meet so many wonderful people that are coming together to make this happen. It's, it's been amazing. It's been, it's, that alone has been incredibly inspiring. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. But, you know, you were the lighthouse that said yes. <laughs> you know, so I mean I, I I do applaud that and I I do think that yes it's about you know the the greater good uh one of our uh members uh just took a stand uh with Starbucks because he noticed it in Tampa Bay that um people that did not need the handicapped parking would pull up there and park and go get their coffee and their donut or whatever oh, and yeah, so he has too. a he has a um his son-in-law uh, has MS and is one of those people that would need, you know, that parking space. And, mm-hmm. you know, he – and so he would say to the customers, because I think he went there every morning, you know, he'd say, you know, that's a handicapped parking place. And they would call him names or, you know, <laughs> not really receive him. Sometimes people would mm-hmm. go, yeah, you're right, and they would move. But um, Starbucks uh, – I guess he spoke with the manager and they had a couple of conversations and the manager was kind of not happy and said, don't be turning my customers away or whatever. And Starbucks uh, forbid him from coming to any of their stores. He was expelled like we were in, in uh, kindergarten. <laughs> you know, you've been expelled and suspended from, you know, going to any Starbucks, you know, across the nation. And it just, it wow. went viral. It went viral. And, That's- um, and so then Starbucks is now, you know, warranted a an apology and and they're going to do something to make it more prevalent in Tampa towards the handicap. But, you know, Rob doesn't want to stop there. He wants to continue on and bring this, you know, national awareness to don't take handicapped parking spaces. They're there for a reason and don't do it, you know. Um and so I just applaud that about him. But he would say, it's not really about me. You know, it's not about me. And, you know, simple, please don't. You know, it's not about me. And I go, no, it isn't. But it took you to say what it was about. You know what I mean? It, it, right. Because somebody has to do it. 
<laughs> yeah. And, you know, it's interesting you say that because I, I, I try to keep my pulse and learn as much. I, keep my, I try to keep my pulse on spinal cord injury, and I try to learn as much as possible about the issues um, surrounding spinal cord injury patients. And uh, I, I belong to a lot of um, online Facebook support groups, and one of the biggest issues that comes up is that people that don't need them are taking the handicapped spots. And it infuriates me now when I'm out and I see some people just hanging out in a handicapped spot talking and they clearly don't need it. There's no sticker there. And I, you know, and I, I'm just like, uh, it, it, it bothers me. And it's, you know, people, it's about awareness. People need to be aware and they need to think. <laughs> you yes, need to be aware and you need to think. Absolutely. I'm going to give you Rob's number too so you can contact Tim. <laughs> Great. Let's create a movement. That's what let's it's all about. Let's do it. Right? <laughs> I'm, I'm in. <laughs> yeah, let's all create that, that movement that creates that inertia, that creates that, that energy. Well, it's going to be a wonderful experience for us to um, follow you uh, in the many months and years to come and actually see the unfoldment of Neuroscaffold Foundation and, and see what occurs um, with Jesse and Jordan and... Um, and we might be having a wedding on the horizon. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I can't. I can't comment on that. But you well, never know. <laughs> never know. But I'm sure we'll hear about it if that is. Um, if that is the you case, you will well, definitely everyone, hear about it. <laughs> do you have a a last thing you would you would like to say, uh, Jada? Anything? How we can further support you? It's been a pleasure having you on on the show. Um, it's been wonderful to be on your show and I really appreciate you having me Um, if anyone's interested in making a donation um, we don't have our donation button up at the moment because we are um, it will be up shortly we're in the process of filling out um, the paperwork is in I just have to receive it back and then the donation button goes up but if you are interested in donating just contact me my information is on the website um, yaragoldstein at gmail.com or um, any of the contact information on the website. And thank all of you for listening and and being um, uh, spiritual activists and being people that know that you can be a caregiver and actually see possibilities for change to occur in our world. That is the beauty of um, positive-minded people is that we do more than just talk about it. We actually walk with it. And, and work towards making a difference. So it's been a pleasure, been a pleasure to have you on the show. And thank you everyone for listening. And we'll have you back on, see you next week. All of you intentional spirits out there. Thank you for being with us. Thank you for tuning into the intentional spirit. Thank you for tuning into The Intentional Spirit, Seeing and Being with The benefits of spiritually conscious living start now. For a time-tested method to live with purpose and release your infinite potential, tune in to The Yoga Hour, Living the Eternal Way with Yogacharya Ellen Grace O'Brien every Thursday morning at 10 a.m. Central, 8 a.m. Pacific only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world.
Inspiration only takes a moment. Take a moment now to reflect on this message from Daily Word. Is something in your life causing you concern? Don't be discouraged. The presence of God is peace and harmony, healing and creative ideas, is with you every moment of every day, providing the help you need. In quiet moments of prayer, let go of any concern. Anchor your trust deep in the realization that with God all things are possible. Never doubt it for a single moment. You are a spiritual being, blessed with all that you need for happiness and fulfillment. God's wisdom will guide you. God's strength will help you do all that you need to do. And God's joy will lighten your heart with hope and courage. This meditative moment is brought to you by Unity. At the base of all life is the infinite wellspring of Source. And each of us has a unique way of expressing that source as an individualized soul. Do you enjoy the company of inspiring people who are living on purpose? Do you want to live joyfully attuned to your own unique soul expression? Host Reverend Kristen Powell welcomes you to join the gathering of souls who live this way. You'll meet artists, naturalists, and other soulful expressions that will inspire you to call forth the most alive, passionate version of yourself. Get into the natural stream of your own soul by tuning into Soul Stream live every Wednesday at noon Central Time on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Ever notice that there might be something not right, but you just can't put your finger on it? We may describe it as a knocking, an inner stirring, a yearning to find our way home to our heart and higher purpose. Some of us may feel like we're living on borrowed time, that despite our accomplishments, what was once so important to us now feels empty and meaningless. If you find your heart longing, wanting, looking for a path home to authenticity and purpose, Join us for transformation, inspiration, hope, and possibility. Move toward your higher calling. Listen to The Call of Spirit with ordained Unity Minister Rev. Evelyn Foreman and tune in to Possibility. Every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Pacific, 3 p.m. Central, here on Unity Online Radio. truly understand the laws of the universe and live a life based on these profound and unwavering truths, then your dream life starts today. No more waiting. No more wandering. If you're ready to let go of the striving and move into the allowing, you're ready for everyday attraction on Unity Online Radio. We study the teaching of Abraham given to us by beautiful Esther Hicks so we can release confusion for clarity, exchange struggle for serenity, and have the time of our lives today. 
Join host Ray Zander every Friday at noon Central Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, on Unity Online Radio for Everyday Attraction, where the law of attraction gets real. Culture is defined by the Oxford Dictionary as modern popular culture transmitted via mass media and aimed particularly at younger people. But can it be meaningful, spiritual even? The hosts of Pop Conscious think it can be and that it can be fun to explore too. Malena Don and Stacy Macris Ross will be your amateur cultural anthropologists examining pop culture and spirituality every Monday at 2 p.m. Central on Pop Conscious on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. What is it you really want in life? No matter what you've been through, you can still achieve it. I'm Sandra Ann Taylor, and in my Energy Activation podcast, we'll explore the science of manifestation, and I'll give you specific techniques to shift your energy in order to make your dreams a reality. I also do live energy readings, and you can be a part of the show by emailing your questions to me at sandrataylor.net. Join me on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network or wherever you get your podcasts.